And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 76. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to our guys over at Old Bridge Pizza for sponsoring us the entire season now. We are headed into the playoffs. Shout out to the guys over at Old Bridge Pizza. And shout out to our guys at Chaos. Um, a lot of guys from the league have been participating, been playing a lot better as of late. Um, and uh, it's a great workout program, three days a week. I know some more players have been joining us. Season's coming to an end, trying to keep uh, in shape going forward for the winter. He's having indoor classes, got to wear a mask, obviously, but um, hit up the Instagram if you're trying to at least get a free class and see what it's like. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome time. Playoffs. We are in the playoffs. It is very, it's very exciting. It's honestly, it's crazy how fast it went. Like, it's, we're really already here, and I just want to, Shout out to all the guys on the, you know, the three teams this season didn't make the playoffs. Um, I thought just just because you didn't make the playoffs, I hope uh, no one gets turned off from the league from that. Like, I hope everyone uses it as, like, you know, motivation, come back stronger and uh, even better for next season. Like, you know, a lot of the first-time guys, you get a feel for the league. And, you know, the people who have been in the league, you know, you get put on these teams and, you know, you got to figure it out. So next, next season, next time we do this, you know, the draft format, hopefully – um, I think, you know, what do we have, Chris, when it was three wins, didn't make the playoffs this season, correct? Yeah, you needed four three, wins. You needed four <laughs> wins. So that's, that's tough, man. It, that's, that's very, that's a very competitive league. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, shout out to the guys who did not make the playoffs. Shout out to the teams that did not make the playoffs. Thank you guys for participating in the season. Kurtzman, how do you feel that we're, we're here? We're about to go into the playoffs. <laughs> it's honestly crazy. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, a lot of us had idea. A lot of teams had ideas about how their seasons are going to go, and I think if you played out this exact season, t- same teams ten times, might have different playoff teams in the playoffs. Maybe guys go to quarterbacks earlier. Maybe guys um, are smarter the second time around or third time around, whatever. Um, I think that we had a great season. I think everyone got to show what they could do. Had ample opportunities to make plays. Um, saw a lot of new faces making a lot of plays. Saw a lot of old faces making a lot of plays. Um, the playoffs are where it's all done. We're moving to the turf in Madeline High School. Yeah. Um, so bigger plays are going to be made with better footing and being able to just just be better athletes and use your athleticism better enough to worry about slipping a little bit when the field wasn't always as great as we needed it to be. But um, I'm proud of everyone for powering through the season. Um, sucks we couldn't get on the turf earlier, but hey, listen, great. It was um, great season nonetheless, and I'm ready for the playoffs to all begin. Right. Let's do a quick recap of all the games from uh, last week. We'll go a little bit more in depth of the winning in game between. Yeah, we'll do that one last. Yeah, we'll do that one last. Um, and then we'll preview the rest of these matchups coming up for the playoffs. Like Kurtzman said, that will be at Madelon High School on the turf. So, Kurtzman, uh, what game you want to start with from from last week's slate? Let's start with the game that you filmed and I refed, so we both can get off to a good start on this pod, get ourselves loosened up a little okay. bit. Uh, Cardinals Dolphins now. This game, no Dylan for the uh, the Dolphins. So, yeah. obviously, played a factor in this one. Um, receivers were finding it a little bit hard to get open. Soap's having to hold the ball a little longer, trying to uh, allow guys to break off their defenders. But, um, man, give the Cardinals all the credit in the world. Give Joe Piscopo all the credit in the world. Came out, um, played a very, very good game at quarterback. Probably his best game I've seen him play in terms of just... Knowing what he wanted to do, they came out like they 100% had a game plan from the first snap to the last snap. Um, they held Soaps to zero points at halftime. That is something that I don't think anyone's ever done, not allowing Soaps to score in the first half. Um, their defense was tenacious. Pisco had another interception in this one. He's making a late case for defense player of the year with the rising in the interception leaderboards. Um, 
And their D-line took care of business. Musi, Douglas, um, a little bit of Tompkins here and there. They were making enough plays to win. I talked to Tompkins during the game. I was just kind of chatting with all the players during the game. I talked, and Tompkins said to us, he goes, we kind of have them where we want them right now. I'm like, yeah, you, just gotta, you have to just go out there and continue to execute. And I just want to point out there was one play where Piscopo dropped back, rush comes from the outside, he steps through the pocket, he looks left to throw to a receiver, and both defenders just see Joe about to look and throw, and they just move right towards him, and Tompkins comes right across the middle, and Joe just goes off that read, goes to the next read, hits the receiver in stride, Tompkins picks up like 15, mm. 20. Just shows the progression he's made as a quarterback um, from last summer to right now. Joe has elevated his game, and it's hard to bet against like a guy who's just continuing to ascend in the playoffs, and I think he he's going to be ready for this one, and they were obviously ready for this one. You are very high on Joe right now. Like you are, You are super in on Joe. I'm trying to tell you, even off the podcast – Kersman raves about Joe's quarterback play as of late. He's very – and yeah. Kersman is big-time fan of Joe. I, I agree with everything you just said. And you know Joe is someone who just is always going to get after and give you his best effort. So you have – and that team, like we said the entire year, like they root for each other. They go hard for each other. Like they, no one complains about targets or anything like that. No. They just want to go out there and play and win. So that was a big one. I know I, I predicted them to win. I picked them on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, my concerns with the Dolphins would be – Dylan is really like the only one who consistently takes the top off the defense with, you know, TJ does go long, but Dylan poses like a different threat on the field, obviously, while you draft him in the first round. And without him, I thought Sobes wanted to go down the field and really didn't have the opportunity. Like there was not a lot open down the field. Like you said, they, they shut him out in the first half. Like I've never seen Sobes get shut out in the first half. Like that was, that's a a huge reason as to why I picked the Cardinals because I was like, all right, Dylan's not going to be there. And I think Dylan... Him not being there shows you how important he is to that team. And listen, they were still in the game. Like yeah. they were still right there. And yeah, the Cardinals the are a good team. Parents call at the end of the game to allow the Cardinals to hold on to get the victory. Um, I, they were in the game the entire time. Sobs never going to get blown out in a game. I don't think we see that very often. Um, he's able to make anyone productive receiver on his team. Just he puts the ball right on. He's so all you got to do is really catch it. Um, but no, man, give the Cardinals their credit. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah came out good, very, good. very good win for the Cardinals. And uh, I'm not, no excuses for the Dolphins losing the game. They still have a chance of getting a one seed if they would have won, could have pre- put the pressure on the Falcons a little bit. They lost, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to think of them much differently after seeing them lose that game without doing so. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, Samino. Ryan Smith, another great game from him. And uh, and James. And up. James. Oh, James Williams. Yeah. J.K. J. Will, J. Kill Will was a monster. J.K. Will was a monster this week. He was, you know, he had great tackles. Like, he, had, he had eight tackles in the game. And, and like, very, like, diff, like, degree of difficulty, like, diving, like, making really good grabs, like, that were saving touchdowns and long plays and, like, extra yards. Like, he he, he had a really good game. You need, he needed his, uh, he needed his love on this one. That was, that was a great game for him. No, I know. Uh, and he listens to the pod too. So definitely yeah. shout out to J.K. Will. That was, no. that was a good game. His impact on the game was, very, was felt, especially on the defensive end. He's a smart player, plays in the middle of that defense in the Cardinals. Um, saw a little yelling early on in the game, just trying to kind of figure out what exactly he wanted to do. But once they got logged in, James and company came to play. All right, let's go to the next one. The Bills versus the Bucks. Um, I thought this game was very high scoring, a lot of ups and downs for each team. Um, if you look at the scoreboard, you went up by 10 after a touchdown on the on the film. You went from 25 to 35. I was cracking up uh, watching us. That's definitely up. not the score. No, like, no. The score the score that we had on the Twitter was it, incorrect. Yeah, no, but you had to go from 25 to having 35 after one touchdown. So I think I missed something. Yeah. I think there was something I missed in there. Um, 
Anyway, back to the game though. Just a little. I was just watching the film and yeah. saw that. Um, Sarov did a good job. He was running. He, I thought he ran a little bit more in this game. He was throwing um, bombs. He was throwing a lot of bombs down the field. He was giving his guys opportunities to make plays down the field, which is what you want to what you want to see if you're um, a receiver. Guys giving you chances. Um, I listen. They they their defense was good. They got a little lax late in the game. Sarov threw a bad with a bad pick six over the middle. But other than that, I thought Sarov played a very game through six through six touchdowns. Um, he was absolutely dotting people left and right. I know Misha had a big game. He had three sacks, a um, couple touchdown catches. Prem, three touchdown catches. Uh, he had two, two, two for a while in the game. Two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> uh, Mike Evans stat line. But, um, no, I thought Sarf did a good job getting everyone involved in the game. Everyone caught a pass. I'm pretty sure for them. Um, defense just needs to continue doing what they're doing, get better, shifting as they're playing their zone and whatnot. Shout out to their line. Jay Coburn, I thought, played another good game. We talked about uh, James on the last one. I thought Jay Coburn played a very similar game. Watching the film back, he made a bunch of big plays. Obviously, you speak about Misha and Amir too. These guys, like on every play, they're into the game. Uh, Mike throws into the game. They're they're just into the game. They that's another team. Honestly, they just want to win too. Like they're just out there trying to win. I thought they played really well. I thought Saroff played really well. As like I said, he was throwing bombs. Like he was pushing the ball down the field, and he has a cannon for an arm. So like yeah. he was really getting it out there. They were they were making good plays. Uh, the Bucks kind of you know same old thing, the whole season. For them, yeah, no. Listen, they, their <laughs> offense. No, they I, just, th- I thought yeah. I thought no. they played all right in this game. They had very good offensive creativity. They ran a lot of different formations and a lot of different plays. So shout out to Sam and Joe for keeping keeping defense on yeah. their toes at least with the the play calling and the formations you guys were running. Um, Mark said they lost, I think, seven games by one score or one less. Score or less. Like that. and that's why I said in the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> you run the season back ten times. Yeah, and the Bucks probably make the playoffs in a lot of those. Yeah. in a lot of those simulations. They just couldn't figure it out. They couldn't just close could, yeah, games, couldn't, couldn't, yeah, couldn't close get games, it couldn't give uh put themselves in in chances to win. Um I think their season took for a turn after we were they were up big on us and we came back and won that kind of just they were two and one at that point. We went to three and just, one, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a big it was a big game in the season, I thought, for them. But they have a lot of good players. They're probably gonna go down as one of the better teams in the league to never make any real noise because I think they had a lot of good weapons on the outsides for Joe. I thought Joe got a lot better towards the end of the season throwing the ball. Um it started, looked like he was throwing it a lot more confidently with more velocity on it. Um, I hope all his kids gonna come back and play next year, as you said earlier. I thought Mikey Freeman was all over the field in this one. I thought Sam Allen was all over the field in this one. Had pick six late in this one. Um, other than that, though, the Bills they they knew they were in the playoffs before the game, so they came out. They were throwing a lot of shots down the field, trying yeah. to make plays, trying to get, uh, run up the score a little bit for their points, their point differential. Um, it, they they're ready. I'm assuming they're getting ready for the game against us this week. So I guess that's kind of all on this one, right? Yeah. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the next game. We're right, we'll, we'll talk about quick. we'll talk about the twelve thirties first, then we'll go about the yeah. the, play, the winning game, winning getting game last. Uh, we can do my game versus the Ravens real quick. Okay. Um, Rob came back and played quarterback. I thought he played pretty well. Um, had a had a um he had a turnover late that ended up getting giving us a chance to come back and win the game. The energy was very high for them. They had uh they had Tompkins playing for them. We had a, I had a bunch of guys playing for me. I only had four guys show up for my team. So. Um, it was like it was like a pickup. It, it was it was a pickup game, but there was definitely it was. Listen, I said after the game, I was like that was the purest form of football. Everyone was very competitive. Everyone was playing hard, but at the end of the day, there was no like, there was no type of in, like, yeah yeah rivalry intensity yeah, yeah. type of thing. So it was just everyone was playing, having a good time. Everyone, I thought everyone was making plays on the field for both teams. Uh, Liam Knowles had a huge game. Pretty sure he scored two touchdowns. Mike had two touchdowns. Uh, Augie played for me. He scored once. I thought everyone kind of balled out a little bit in this one. Um, we ended up winning the game twenty seven twenty five. Um. And yeah, I mean, there really wasn't much to say about this one other than that the Ravens 
they just they, they scored points on offense this year, but they just couldn't get a stop when it mattered most this year. Um, for the for us, we took it as a game that we just gotta. I'm just gonna come out there get more reps, get make sure Mike finishes triple crown in the stats, mm. and uh, no, he's stat just, batting. yeah, stat batting for sure. <laughs> ten game, ten games played, gotta make yeah. sure he gets stats in every single one. Uh, but no, it was a good season. Uh, I'm excited for the playoffs. Big game on Saturday against the Lions. I mean, it's the Bills. All right, let's go to the other twelve thirty game. That was the Falcons versus the Patriots. Yeah, um, I didn't see this one. No, I, I saw I saw some of it. Um, IB man came out on a mission this one. Yeah, so um, what we talked about in the last one, where is he going to come out? Land Eggers is going to come out and be a nah, beast. For some, I don't know what. They were going to start Justin at quarterback. That was like a legit thing going into the week. I don't know why, whatever. <laughs> but for some reason, I'd be said, nah, he was starting. Um, he had the one seed locked up before the game with the loss to, with the Dolphins loss to the Cardinals earlier in the day. So I'm I'm confused as to why they changed. But regardless, I think it was good for Ivy because he came out and he took, he took his shit on that defense. He went off on them. He had 27 points at halftime. He was feeding all of his receivers. He was making plays with his legs. Um, he got everyone involved. Big games from Jack and Justin, as usual. Um, yeah, no, I mean... Jack I, texted us after the game. Jack and said, texted us and after said, the lock, game. And said, lock me in. He said, lock me no. in. The defense was, once again, tenacious for them. Uh, the The Patriots it didn't really have a lot of answers. They weren't able to put enough points on the board to keep up in the track meet. Uh, it was 27-12 at half, and I... I they there's no way that they were the they were gonna blow that lead with that type of the league leading defense in terms of points per against. I imagine they lead the league in team turnovers, um, and probably turnover differential with the lack of uh, turnovers on the offense side of the ball. Um, I, I listen. They play again this week. It. I hope the Patriots learn from what they just happened to them and they come back and come up with a different game plan this week because it was it was a bad it was a bad one. Thirty three fourteen was the final. Not a lot of scoring in the second half either for either side. I think once they got they got up early, I think the Patriots probably were like, all right, like let's just play the rest of this game. We'll get back in the lab this week and yeah. kind of figure out what we want to do. And as for IB, I would come out with a different game plan. I mean, I know you just rolled over them with whatever you did this week, but they're gonna be ready for more than what. You're they're gonna be ready for more than what you threw at them last week, so make sure you're prepared. I know you will be. All right, let's go to the winning game, the winning in game between the Seahawks and the Packers. Uh, I just did film for this one, it's up now. By the time you hear this podcast, it will definitely be up. Uh, this one was, uh, I said to you, Chris, when I said Vin just throws dots all over the field, like there's a lot of really good throws to the uh, to the sideline to Mikey a bunch of times, like. They get after it. They're efficient with their yards. Delon on these screens, and he, you know, just gets ways. They get yards on almost every play. I think their offensive line played really well. Their defensive line played really well in this one. Uh, the Seahawks hung tough, too. They fought. Like, I know Joey's first time playing quarterback. I thought he played really well. Like, if it's your first time playing quarterback, just be an athlete. Like, Joey literally was just like, all right, I'm just going to be an athlete today. Like, if the throw's there, I'll throw it. If if not, I'm just going to run. Like, he did it. He ran. He was competitive. He scored late to take the lead. He made a few throws, like a fourth down throw to Emmerich, which was absolutely huge. Game on the line. Game on the line. Like, you know, after all day, Mikey just scored a big touchdown, and then Emmerich comes back and makes that play. Like, it was it was a, it was a great game, honestly. And Joey had a few throws, even some of the throws that he missed. I was like, oh, he put it in a pretty good spot. So Joey played pretty good at quarterback. I thought I was pretty very impressed by that. I thought I thought the Packers were going to have, you know, handle it. I didn't think it was going to take a game-winning drive like that at the end to win the game. But, you know, season on the line, Vin got the ball, comes right down the field. DeLon throws right to a little screen to DeLon, gets a nice block from Mikey, who I think that was. Yeah. Makes a couple dips and gets in the end zone. 
And that was a really well good play call and get the ball to, you know, your guy. And he made great plays and got in the end zone for the win. Yeah, no, I told Joey I was proud of him. I thought he played a really good game. Yeah. Um, he was an athlete, like you said. I think he ran the ball like 10 for 100 in this one. Uh, he was just doing what he had to do to move the ball. And we talked about it before the game. He tried to take what the defense gives you. Just keep harping it in his head. Um, obviously, he did some things that a rookie quarterback who isn't always thinking about. Because when you're the quarterback, you're thinking about everything you're thinking about. Um, the next, as soon as the first play ends, what's the next play? Um, call a timeout, not call a timeout. I think the big thing in this game was when they made that fourth down play to Emmerich, instead of letting the cock bleed a little bit and give Vin less time to get the ball back, they called the timeout. It's a rookie quarterback. He was regrouping himself after a big play to keep the season alive. Um, I would have loved to see them just, they could still could have settled down and let the clock run, you know? Yeah. I think, and I think that obviously, obviously did come back to haunt them because Vin got the ball down the field and scored with 15 seconds left. Um, but no, Joey... Fought. I'm happy to see that Joey stepped up and played quarterback and said, I got to put this game on my back one way or another. Uh, he threw a beautiful touchdown to Paul over the top. Uh, I always joke around saying Joey might have a worse arm than I do. Um, <laughs> but he made the throw when he had to, and he made a couple big throws when he had to. Like you said, I was very proud of him. Uh, he played a good game of quarterback, gave himself, gave the team a chance to win. If they, just, if they execute that game on defense a little better at the end, they might come out on top. For the Packers, then yeah. I said if the game came down to him, he was going to win. And he did. Um, got the ball back with a minute, took control, um, and just did what he's always done in this league. And what he's done probably his whole life in off football of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Just make plays when he has to and yeah. do what he needs to do to get the job done. And he did just that. Mikey had a big game. DeLon had a big game. Um, I thought the line played phenomenal temp arena. Um, there was no whiz in this one. But they were ready to play. They came. They were hungry. They were ready to go, and now I hope that now that winning in game, you almost is like, all right, we're already in playoff mode. Like that was their first playoff game. Now you're playing your second playoff game this week against the Dolphins. Um, come and prepare it again. Vin's gonna be ready to play. You know, Vin's gonna have his mark on that one before it's said and done. So I'm proud of the Packers for being able to come up from the one. They had one win for a while. They, Vin comes in. They go, uh, I think, four and two with Vin at quarterback, or no, three, three and one with Vin at quarterback, or three and two with Vin at quarterback, and they get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vin's really Vin, all it is. It's, it's, they were great. Like that, that team played really well. Vin's got a case for MVP. Yeah, receiving stats, getting his team into the playoffs, quarterback stats. Remember, he like, had five touchdowns through two weeks this year. This is why we need Vin at quarterback in the league. Yeah, it's just him fun. not playing. Him not being captain was just stupid from the start. I know he doesn't like to be captain, doesn't like the draft, whatever. But um, at the end of the day, we knew. I think we all knew. I think we said on the the pod or after the draft, Vin's probably gonna come and play quarterback in this team for some reason uh, at some point because I just think. Listen, man. Not that Mikey's bad or anything, but Vin's just great. Yeah, and I think Mikey, and I think Mikey knows that. Mikey so, definitely. Mikey's yeah. really good at receivers. Yeah, so. Mikey's really good at receivers. So listen, I'm happy that they were able to turn their season around. They were a good, a good story this year. A team that came yeah. up from the bottom and got into the playoffs, and now they have a chance to make some noise. All right, let's do the playoff preview. We are officially in the playoffs again, Kersman. I know you had something you wanted to read real quick for the people who are tuning in for. The playoff preview. Yeah, so I already texted the captains. I hope that your captains all sent just copy and pasted the message. But So I'm just going to reread the message for everybody that is tuning into the pod. Due to the rapid imp- increase in COVID cases across New Jersey, we need to do the following in order to not get kicked off of the field. No one on the field, if you are not playing in the game or you're in the next game warming up, you must be in the stands. That means that you will be sitting in the stands unless you are playing in the game or you are in the game that is occurring next and you are warming up to play. Um, don't give me a hard time with that. Just just do it. It's not a big deal. Um, number two, at least make it look like you're keeping social distance between each other. 
Um, if you're playing, you come in groups, obviously that's fine, but just have a mask when you enter the facility and have a mask when you're leaving the facility for good. Um, we're going to be enforcing it. So bring a mask with you. Um, and yeah, that's really it. Just wear a mask, bring a mask. I do not know if someone is going to be there like observing us or not. So I have to enforce having masks on when you're not on the field. So please bring a mask. All right, let's do the playoff preview. Let's start with the three o'clock game. Three o'clock game. The five seed Panthers against the four seed Cardinals. These teams played obviously in the regular season. Cardinals came out on top, twenty five twenty. Um, new team for the Panthers. No Connor in this one. Obviously, he's out for the season. Spo is playing for them for the rest of the year. Revenge Sp- game for Spo. A revenge game for Spo. <laughs> Spo. Um, preseason, we, we all had Spo ending up on Joe Piscopo's team. Yeah. Spo, the, draft, the draft does not go that way. Now he plays against, now him, he the plays against the him in the first round of the playoffs. It's his boys from Matawan. It's a big game. It's a big game for Augie, too, because Augie has to come out and remind everyone why he was in the championship game last year, um, his ability to make plays with his feet and with his arm. And um, this is a really intriguing matchup because I think the stylistically, um, they're different, I think. The Cardinals used to be a very run-heavy offense, but now they're kind of letting Joe do his thing, kind of free Joe. Joe kind of freed himself. I'm going to say Joe freed himself. <laughs> Let Joe cook. <laughs> they're letting Joe cook. And uh, for the for Augie, I think Augie kind of does a lot by himself. Joe Pisco will make sure his guys do a lot of the work for him. So I'm hoping to see um, Augie kind of let his guys make plays in space for him instead of him having to do everything by himself. What makes me nervous about this game is – the Cardinals' defensive line against the Panthers' offensive line. The, when the Panthers were struggling, they had that really rough pa- patch of the season, probably their low point. Yeah, It was because Augie wasn't playing great and the offensive line wasn't playing great. So in this game, how that that's the key to this game. It's That's where it's we want. If, if the Panthers' offensive line can hold up against the defensive line of the Cardinals, then I think they have a really good chance to win the game. My question to you would be, like where do you lean on that? Like who do you think is gonna win that matchup? And if if you do think it's the Cardinals, does that mean that you're picking them to win the game? Um, listen, I think that the Cardinals definitely have the edge on paper going into this on the line. Um, just that 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 defensive line we've been saying it all year. Tompkins, Douglas, Musi. Um, it's a three headed monster. Any of those guys can come up and make big plays on any given play. Um, I'm curious to see if they continue to only rush two like they did against Sobes, or if they decide to put some pressure on Augie and send three. Um, I do think they can get pressure with too. That's not to say they can't, but having three guys pressure you and two of them being really big guys like Douglas and Tompkins, it, it poses a, a, a good threat for a, a threat for quarterbacks and how they play. And um, yeah, I think if you're picking if you're picking them to win the battle in the trenches, you probably have to pick them to win the game, assuming that Joe Pisco plays up to standard at this point. And I'm not saying standard is like five touchdowns and perfect passer rating. I'm just saying he has to come out and do his thing and continue to. Um, grow as a quarterback because he's already grown so much like we've said um, I guess I can come out and say my pick uh, actually before I say it I lied I have a message <laughs> from a I lied I have a message from a uh, Cardinals defensive lineman so uh, Nick Douglas I got wind of it he wanted to let me know okay if you're doing the podcast tonight I don't know if you guys already did it but I want everyone to know Augie can talk all the shit he wants before the game, but I'm guaranteeing a Cardinals win on Saturday. Wow. So, there you go. You got Douglas guaranteeing guaranteeing the win. You got Joe Namath guaranteeing the victory. Uh, No, listen, Douglas does enough on the field to back up the shit talk of the guaranteeing a win. I know Douglas is going to have his imprint on this game. Uh, With that being said, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think that they have the better roster, and I think that as long as Joe... 
doesn't do anything detrimental in this game to harm the offense of the his own team, I think that they should be able to get the job done in this one. It, it kills me to say this. I had Augie preseason MVP. I think everyone knows. I thought he was going to have, you know, a great year. I thought they were going to have him and Connor were going to be crazy. Connor's not even playing in this game now. My entire, you know, preseason prediction on the, on the Panthers, you know, I, I can't believe that I'm going to be at the place that I'm at right now picking against them in the first round of the playoffs. It just it doesn't feel right. I don't want to do it. I'm going to pick the Cardinals in this game. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. No, I'm going to pick the Cardinals, but... Honestly, I'm probably I'm probably gonna root for Augie. Like I just I'm gonna come out there. Guy. I'm gonna come out. I love Joe. I love all the guys on the Cardinals, but I'm gonna root for for Augie this one. But I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. I I think like you said, Chris, just I I I'm with the the defensive line. I'm with the line play on this one. I think it's gonna be tough on Augie. They're gonna make it tough on him all game. And Augie's not the kind of guy who like lives to see the next down. He's just trying to make a play at, on every play. I think the Cardinals win this one. So. I'm gonna go with them. Little stat: uh, every GSA client is playing in this game, <laughs> <laughs> right? Augie, Spo, Rob Torino, Ed Zalik are the four are the four clients. I don't think he has a fifth right now. No, Steve. Oh, and oh, Steve. Uh, Steve, Steve is the only four. Yeah. The only four clients remaining in the playoffs okay. are playing in this game. So I don't know uh, where two, where does two, where do go two. who's goes rooting for. No, he has three on the. He's three on the Panthers and yeah, one on the Cardinals. So I guess he's rooting for the Panthers in this one. But uh, but Ed is his most prized possession. Ed is his <laughs> most prized possession. I agree. Ed was his first his first client and uh, his most important. All right, let's uh let's go to the the next game, Chris. What time is the next game? Four thirty start. Four thirty Bills versus Lions. Your game. Talk about it. Talk about who's not going to be there for the Lions. No Mike, no Scott, no Dean, no Connor. Playing with seven. Joe Pipps playing for Mike, and that is the story. I believe the Lions have everybody. I mean, the Lions. The Bills have everybody showing up. Um, that's what Seroff last told me, so we're going to go off the latest information. Um, listen, man, I, I don't. we're not pushing the playoffs back. I know a lot of guys can't make this weekend. The, the time change, I understand. I apologize, but... We wanted turf. This is the only way we could do it. I also don't have a feel for Saturday morning because the Cougars are hosting like a regional tournament thing. So it's kind of how it has to be. So we're playing with who we got. I think that we're going to have a game plan. We have a game plan. We're going to come out and hopefully execute it to the best of our abilities. Hopefully that's enough to get the job done. The Bills have been surging a little up and down this season. Win, loss, win, loss. Um, they're just going to – I know they're going to come prepare. I know Sir going to have a game plan. I know that he's going to be launching the ball deep because that's all he does on film, it looks like, a lot of the time. So we'll be ready for it. We'll be mixing shit up. We'll be showing them different looks both ways. So um, we're excited for this one, though. I'm really – I'm excited to get back in the playoffs. It's been a while since playoffs for us. I would be very nervous for the Lions if Joe Pip wasn't the sub. Mike and Kurtzman have obvious chemistry, and Mike's going to win probably Offensive Player of the Year. Um, they have that chemistry. Joey and Kurtzman have the same chemistry as we, as we have seen in the past. Grew up together, played football, whole lives together, same thing. You know the story. That's what this super important is that you have Joey. So Joey and Mike, that's a fair swap. They, shout out to Sir for, you know, obviously saying okay to that swap. Cause yeah, I don't, if you didn't know by now, I just tell the two captains to – you decide what you want. You're yeah. playing against me. If you don't want it, I'll pick yeah. something. I'll, I'll no, no, that, that's guy. that's the appropriate swap. It's Joey for for Mike, so it's a good. I think Seraph wants to play me at as full strength as I can. Be. Yes, absolutely. So you have Joey will fit in nicely in this game. It's gonna uh, it's gonna come down to to you, in my opinion, Chrisman. 
I think this is a big game for you. Like, you need to come out and win this game. You guys are the favorites in this game. Bills are playing underdog role. They're coming in as the sixth seed. The Bills are hot. They're they're rolling right now. They're playing well, like we talked about in the in the recap. Their um their chemistry. They, those are guys that just want to win. They go out there and they play hard, and no one has like a, a huge ego on that team to the point where it holds them back. So I think Suroff is playing really good too. We talked about he pushes the ball down the field. I think he's gonna have to try to be at least a little bit more surgical in this one. You get Jarwar back, which is absolutely huge for your team. You're gonna have Julius Rougeau, Pip out wide. On the line, Rhett is, is going to be there for you as well. And um, Tommy Torrey is also subbing for you in this one again. I think you guys are going to be ready to go. I'm going to take you guys in this game. I think the Bills have had a really good season. I think Suroff has exceeded expectations by far in terms of his quarterback play. Sure. Made the playoffs um, you know, in his first season after starting a little bit slow. Like Huge shout-out to Suroff, huge shout-out to that team for you know pulling around, coming together. Um, I think they're going to be competitive in this one, but Kirsten, this is your game. This is your game to win. You need to come out, win this game, get your team ready to make this. This this is where, you know, your goal before the season is not to make the playoffs. Your goal is to win the championship. Yeah. So you need to come out and, you know, this is where it starts. This is like a, a game one, game one of three, hopefully. Yeah, no, um, definitely game one of three. We did not come into the season saying, oh, let's just make the playoffs. That's a, that's a good season. If I don't win the championship, I'm not going to be happy with how the season turned out. And I think my team knows that. We all expect the same thing. I know, think we know that we are a championship caliber team. Um, we'll be ready. The intensity will be high. I promise you that. I will be ready to go. My team will be ready to go. And, um, yeah, we're going to get it done. I, I'm picking you. I'm also I, picking I know myself. you're taking you. Yeah. I think the matchups in this one, defensive line, um, they, they have uh, – Mr. Cobra and Amir. Mr. Cobra and Amir I just talked about. They've been phenomenal. I think that the line play is going to even out. I don't think there's a huge advantage one way or the other. No. I think it's going to come down to you versus Saroff. And listen, Saroff could go out there and win the game. He could go throw a bunch of plays and make a, you know, throw a bunch of balls down the field, make a bunch of plays. Got the receivers, Q, Zach, St- Zach or Sheree will be returning. Uh, Steven Bowen, like they they have guys that go out there and make plays. Yeah, I think your guys will make a little bit more plays. And I think you guys, Julius, Joe, Joe, you guys come out there, get the win. I think you make some plays with your feet. Turnover free game. That's the key for you. Yep. And I think you get it done. I'm yep. taking the Lions. For sure. All right, let's go to the next game here. The Patriots of last week. 540 game, Patriots versus Falcons. What do you think? Um, I, th- I said on the recap a little bit, but I think that the Patriots are going to come out and they're going to look better than they did last week. I think um, that loss was big because I think they said, all right, well, maybe I don't know what the game plan was going in, but all right. Let's scratch that. Let's get a brand new game plan. Let's come in focused and ready this week. Um, they didn't have to play for anything. They were in the playoffs already going into the game. They just didn't know what seed they would be. Um, they could have gotten as high as four. Maybe they wanted this matchup again. Who knows? I'm not saying that that's what they wanted, but that's what they got. So they have to come out and play better. Austin said he didn't play well last week. He needs to play a better game. Um, Earl needs to play a better game. Dane, Abby, Giuseppe. Honestly, the whole team, you guys kind of got ran over last week. Um, but I do expect Tommy to show up and ball out. I do expect there to be plays made by both sides. Uh, the Patriots have just as good caliber playmakers um, as anybody in the league with Christian, Giuseppe, and Paul. It's a nice three-headed, three-headed monster for Tommy to throw to. Uh, Tommy seems to be smart in this game. Be surgical, move the ball, have to play mistake-free mistake, mistake free because IB really outside of one game this year has been mistake-free the entire season, really. So... Ivy's got his swagger back. Ivy got confidence back. So we'll say, what do you think about this one? 
tough. Another tough emotional emotional pick because, you know, I even when IB wasn't the quarterback, like when he was playing receiver, like an idiot, I was telling him, yo, play quarterback, man. I, I don't think I'll ever pick against IB. I picked IB preseason to win the championship. I'm going to pick IB to win the championship again. That's my I'm going to pick him until he loses. I, I have him winning. I have the Falcons winning. I thought Tommy, you can make the argument is the best quarterback in the league. You can make the argument that Tommy is the best quarterback in the league. He's phenomenal. His first season, shout out to Tommy because Tom, like Tommy makes the league so much better. Like, yeah, I don't think people understand that. Like, that was so valuable to the league with Suroff and Tommy and like these guys coming in and playing at a high level and having their teams making, in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, that is huge for the league. Like, that's exactly what we need. Like, we need guys like that. That is huge for the league. I declared myself president of Tommy Gonti fan club. I'm gonna have to, I have to pick against them. I can't pick against IB. They beat him bad this week. I don't think it's going to be as bad coming into this week because I know Tommy's going to have a good one. But mm-hmm. kind of the same feel I got with Vin. I feel like if the game's on the line, I feel like IB's going to win it. And I think their defense plays better than the Patriots' defense plays. So I'm going with them. I, I think it's, you know, two great teams. I think if people were, ho- you know, the whole year, the whole thing everyone was saying, like, in the, you know, in the captain's chat in the league office, people were like, I don't want to play Tommy in the first round. I don't want to play the Patriots in the first round. But you get IB and the Falcons. That's the team ready to do it. I think the Falcons win this one. I hate that I have to do it, but that's my pick. Yeah. No, um, I think I'm calling out. I'm, I'm making a call out here because it's been enough seasons in the making to see if Abby is going to be the dominant force that I know he can be. Can Abby come into this game single-handedly win and game. single-handedly win the game? Listen, we all see what he, like, what he can do on the field when he is um, fully healthy and able to make plays. Um, I think he should be playing D-line in this one. I think he should be getting the most targets on his team in this one. I think that in the playoffs, you need to get the ball to your best players. And not that Paul and Giuseppe and Christian aren't capable, but let's call it how it is. Look at what Abby's been able to do when he was healthy on the field. Tommy, I think Tommy needs to not force feed, but make sure that Abby is targeted early and often. If the Patriots and Tommy are able to do that, I do think that they have a chance to win this game. But... I will be picking IB and the Falcons because yeah. I think across the board they have a better offense in terms of they know what they want to do. It's um a lot more organized and structured, but I do think that there are ways the Patriots can slow it down. And one thing I just like I just said, having Abby play on the defensive line, it could make a big difference in this one. But I like the call out. I like the call out. Let's let's see how they scheme it up. I don't know. I don't really remember what they were doing last week, but whatever it was, it wasn't working. We both got the Falcons, but. I'm excited. This could this has game of the week potential. It definitely does. So does the last one. It's the last game. 645, Packers versus Dolphins. <laughs> Bing Gargano versus Zach Sobieski. This is a little bit of a passing of, <laughs> it's almost like a not a passing of the torch because Sobes has won the championship, but this is the first time these two are meeting in the playoffs. Goat versus goat. This is a goat versus this is honestly a goat versus goat matchup. Uh I know, I really do believe that. You laugh, but it's kind of, it really is the truth. Um, <laughs> funny. Vin, Vin is a three-time, four-time MVP in this league. Um, he's won the championship every year. He has played quarterback other than just one. He, Sobes has played uh, quarterback in two leagues, and he's been to championship and won a championship. So 
a lot on the line here. This is good. This is a this is a Goliath versus Goliath matchup, in my opinion. Um, I think both quarterbacks, regardless of the rosters, if these two quarterbacks play and they have the same roster, you're looking at basically what quarterback just makes the one mistake in the game that that ends up costing their team the game. And I do think that this game is is that that is what it's going to come down to because I do think that the rosters are pretty um, even. I don't think there's any mismatches anywhere. If I had to say there was a mismatch, I would say maybe the defensive line for the Packers is a little bit stronger than the offensive line for the Dolphins. And that could give Sobes a little bit of trouble and just getting in his face early and often. Um, and that's what they really need to do. They need to get Sobes thinking a little bit too much. They need to get Sobes on his um, out of the pocket and kind of just making life difficult and uncomfortable for him in the pocket when he is in the pocket. Um, I For the Dolphins, I want to see Sobes use his legs more because in the game against the Cardinals, he forced a lot of throws through a bad interception in the red zone. He forced it. He looked at me and said, I forced it. I go, yeah, because you don't like to run. I don't know why. Because every time he ran in that game, I'm pretty sure he did six for 65 in that game. It was 10 yards a clip every single run. He's he's much faster than people give him credit for. I think on the turf, you'll see how much faster he is. He's a very good athlete. And um, it's hard to bet against both of these quarterbacks. I'll let you give your take before I get on to my pick. This is a tough one. Yeah. Like every game is a tough one. I, I, mean, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I know. I hate it. Like the fact that the one eight and the two seven are the two games we we're discussing the last two, and we both were like, Damn, I want to pick like, the eighteen. I want. Yeah, pick the I do. I, I really do want to pick the Packers. But how do you pick against Sobes? How do you pick against Vin? It's impossible. Um, I think this is gonna be a great game. I think, like you said, rosters pretty much dead split even. I think the whole questions that we've had about the Packers. The entire season line play, I think, is you can make the Offensive argument. Line play. Yeah. Uh, you can make the argument it's the best in the league. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. When they are all three of them are fully committed to, we're just gonna block. We're not gonna go out and look for the ball so that the receivers can make the plays down. Vince the got field. all day. All day to throw. Vince got all day. Shout out to I just want to shout out Arena Wiz Latempa. Yes, absolute monsters. Um, Mikey. Delon. Delon. Ritter. Ritter. Like I'm. This is a tough team. Then Dylan. So TJ. Sean McDonald. Yeah. Like. Cody Norton, who's been Cody Norton, sleeper of the year, might be sleeper yeah. of the year. There are, there are, the year. Hey, there's a couple, of, there's a couple guys in for sleeper of the year, but he's definitely in consideration. Absolutely, like this sure. is this is a tough one. I'm like Stallings. I don't. I still don't know who I want to pick. It's funny because I really don't know who I want to pick. Either. You're waiting I, on me to make my pick. No, but I, no, your your pick's not gonna sway my pick one way or the other. I think I know who I'm going with, but I just think that at the end of the day. Both these quarterbacks are going to be dotting up the field. Which defense is going to make the play? The Dolphins' defense has been better this year as a unit, a collective unit, than the Packers, who we've seen give up 41 to the Bills, 33 to the Patriots. Uh, They played very well last week, held the Seahawks to three touchdowns, but that is a rookie quarterback you're playing against, so we'll we'll hold the phone on that one a little bit. I'm going to make my pick. I'll let you get a few more seconds on yours. I think I know who I'm taking. No, I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, I I am too. I know we've... Oh, I think all four of us have gone. We've all gone. We've gone chalk on the the the, the pick. So I think someone's getting upset somewhere because me and you just went chalk. All yeah, four picks. yeah. No way. But no way. We no. There's no way that no, we're correct. There's no, no way, way to chalk. There's no way. There's no chalk. way. But listen, I think someone gets upset. I don't know which game it is. I'm pick. I'm pissed. I didn't pick at least one. But every time you look at the game, you're like. How can you bet against the team that dominated the league? Being like they dominated, but then the you're like, yeah, season. I know. But then you're like, oh, because I could pick Vin, or oh, I could pick Tommy. Or, yeah, yeah, like, I could be, like, yeah, like you can pick Augie as yeah, an underdog. Yeah, so, like, like, listen, oh I think once God. again, I said it two minutes ago. It speaks to how deep the league is and how good the quarterback play has been this year. And I love to see the league growing like this, having eight quarterbacks that we all believe are capable of winning a game in the playoffs. Damn, um, can I change my pick? Yeah, pick, can I change you, my pick? I'm pick? changing my picks. Who are you picking? I'm picking Augie. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So he takes he takes the five. The closest thing is still picking a favorite. Uh, I'm not um, taking Augie. Yeah. I take that back. Okay. I'm telling keep my in the moment I said the Cardinals, I'm sticking with I'm sticking no, with the Cardinals. I mean, Cardinals no, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not gonna, we're gonna be wrong though. I'm ready to be wrong. Yeah, I want to be wrong. I don't want to be right. I, hope, I don't want to be right. I hope whoever we are wrong about, come yell at us as soon as you would. Yeah, okay? yeah. Scream, whoever it is. Scream at me. Scream yeah, at scream at me. Um, I'm rooting for you anyways. I hope just I'm wrong. a little update on awards, stuff like that. We'll announce everything before the championship game. We'll have the ballots for first team, second team, and third team before um, the championship. All Americans before the championship. So playoffs matter. <laughs> it's not supposed to but we can if you'd like it to I think I don't think it should because not everyone gets to play there's guys like Billy Andrews who are going to make a, okay okay make okay first fair like Billy playoffs Andrews, don't count playoffs don't count they don't count playoffs don't count because there's a guy like Billy Andrews who is probably going to finish as either a low first teamer because due to his stats or in the mid of the second tier for yes, uh, yes. for receivers on the offensive team so that's someone playoffs that don't count not you're count, 100% so playoffs, playoffs don't count playoffs don't count when everyone made the playoffs playoffs could count but no, listen, we'll have all that out before the championship game. All the ballots, we gotta get all the ballots in from the people that I believe have watched enough games to make a clear indication on who the best players in the league are. Uh, we'll have all rookie teams, we'll have a bunch of couple, we'll have a couple new awards. Um, it's gonna be a uh, fun playoffs. I am just as excited as the next person is. And do you have anything else to say before we log out of here? No, Saturday, three o'clock, three o'clock. Um, I'm not sure like how quickly we're on the field. That's why I left a little bit of a um a gap between the end of the first game and the beginning of the second game because I wasn't sure if we can get on the field at three o'clock. So I'll be there yeah. around two thirty. Um, if you're able to get on the field, but if you want to show up before then, anyone on the Cardinals or I know the Cardinals, this is like their home turf. They got a couple. They got a bunch of Madawan guys on that team. If no one's on the field and you want to hop on the field, go right ahead. I'll be there around two fifteen, two thirty, setting up. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Remember, masks, masks. We just bring it and wear it in the beginning. Once you get on the field, you're good to take it off. But, um, yeah, listen, uh, it's been a great season, and I hope we can get it finished before uh, COVID takes us out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys at the field Saturday. Everyone, thank you guys for listening. As always, subscribe to the podcast on whatever pla- podcast platform you listen to it on. Make sure you subscribe to the Bear Down Sports Association YouTube channel as well. We'll catch you guys at Saturday. Peace.